Hello, and how everyone's doing tonight? This is a Atreyu from Pig River Madness. I, uh, coming out of Suffolk, Virginia, part of the Seven Cities, better known as 757. I don't really remember Suffolk too much. There's Virginia Beach, Norfolk, Portsmouth, Newport News, Hampton, and so forth. But uh, I'm just starting this, this channel to kind of help work on our portfolio for other processes because we get a couple shows and stuff like that but i feel like you to better market yourself you have to do a lot more than just the average band because like i told the boys my philosophy is you can sound great be good and all this stuff but if you don't market and brand yourself you're, you're just going to be a garage band or whatnot uh you can be a terrible band and uh make it because you have a good marketing and you're you're more sellable and your branding's good so it's kind of a double-edged sword but you want to be on the right end so this first episode i haven't really named it <laughs> but it's just opening up and talking about kind of where we came from and what we have done so it all started a couple of years ago several years ago back in 2008 I moved up here in Smithville, Virginia. Um, and I've always been a band nerd. I played trombone for most of middle school and a high school and didn't really pick up guitar and bass until 2008. Uh, so after 2009, uh, I realized that I kind of suck at guitar and chords and all this stuff. So I was like, hmm, I'm going to try bass and so later in that summer like june or july i went and bought a really cheap uh i think a laguna bass four string very basic model and so uh i started playing that looking at tabs learning stuff from you know some simple metallica 311 um breaking benjamin system of a down and start learning stuff of that caliber. Then I was like, I really want to play some Trivium, some uh, Vince Sevenfold, Arch Enemy, Mercenary. And I was like, I can't really do that on a four-string bass. I mean, you could, but you're down, uh, down uh, strumming and then, uh, well, not down-tuning, I should say, um, to a lot of things. And it's like, really do that so i went up and got a five string ibanez uh sr 505 some garden uh issue just to have and i named her uh the axe of deception because it is a very narrow neck five string so it plays like a like a four string but it, it's a five string um and so I really got liking it and learning uh, a lot easier to play. And so I started learning the Trivium songs, Arch Enemy songs, Macedon, Protest the Hero, Nevermore. I started learning all of these songs. And so eventually I moved back up to Virginia. And I was, I think I got a, our first band was The River between 2008 to 2009. 
uh, we played a couple of uh, some songs. We're working on some stuff. Just only played one show before I decided I wanted to join the Navy. So I was in the Navy for about 2010 to 2018. And before I got out of that, uh, in between, I did a little projects, nothing really extravagant, a couple of uh, SoundCloud songs, just two of them, that uh, a book of uh, old songs that still sit in the book covered in dust. And because uh, I felt like there's certain people you work with, you can kind of work those songs, but honestly if you created the song it's like your child and uh, you don't want it just to put it in the hands and it's it's not where you want it so i'm really particular what songs i showcase with anyone or, or even the band because i feel like we can't put it to how i would like it i'm not going to showcase it and so that was the main thing there where it's like I had uh, this book, I had typed some up, stuff like that. So a couple of projects didn't really go anywhere because I felt like they couldn't really get what I wanted out of them. So uh, after watching Star Wars, uh, I want to say, was it The First Hope or not Rogue One? It was one of the newer, the trilogies, where... uh, Luke goes, it's a sacred text. And so my book of songs is just kind of like that. And uh, so I, it's kind of kept away from, uh, from most eyes. Once I like reach out to certain friends, but hey, how do you think this sounds? Or where do you think this could be used? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's pretty cool, dude. And, um, and so after kind of that period of holding on to this big book of some pretty good stuff, I finally got back in touch with the guys back in um, 2015, 16, 17. So I've moved back to Virginia, finished off my last three years of my contract. And um, so from there, uh, I started talking to Noah and Nelson, which I knew back in 2008, 2009, flash year high school. Um, they were juniors when I was a senior, so uh, they still had like one year left. But I started talking to them. Uh, Noah went in the Navy about a year or year and a half after I did. So he was stationed in Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, Nelson was back in, still in Smithville at Virginia. So me and him were, were talking say, hey, dude. Just get the river back together. They're like, yeah, sure, dude, we can do that. And so we, uh, me and him started working on that. And then I reached out to Noah. I was like, hey, man, what's a good, is a good chance you're moving back to, uh, to Norfolk, Virginia? So, yeah, I got orders there, actually. And I'm uh, going to use a place to stay, blah, 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 this and that. I was like, hey, I got a room opening up in a couple of months, dude. Talk to Nelson. We want to get the river going back going. So we talked to the old members and see if they, it was a cool we use the, use the name. And they're like, "Well, we want to keep it, you know, you know, out in the hiatus state." I was like, "Oh, okay, dude, sure, that's fine. You know, we respect your wishes and stuff like that." And so we started storm bringing some new names. We fell upon Pagan River Madness. Uh, so Pagan River is a river that flows through Smithfield on the back end. And so Madness 
like nature, water, rivers can be uh, unpredictable, maddening, uh, a host of things. So we felt like that would add a flavor to our, our play style as well. And so from there, by 2017, we established just this pagan river of madness. So for the next couple of years, we were practicing in and out, uh, working on songs and doing stuff like that. And uh, so about 2019, towards the fall in November, uh, we got contacted and we're like, hey, you guys, we're going to battle the band. And we're like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm sure. When, when is it? Oh, it's like next Friday. And we're like, one week? Hmm. That's a boys. We can do this. And so they're like, yeah, let's go for it. And so, you know, for week prep, I think we did two practices the day before. And I told the boys, hey, you know, it's a win-win either way. You know, just because we don't get first, that's not a big deal. Ain't a loss. We get exposure. We get to talk to people, network with other bands, stuff like that. So you just go out there and have fun, you know. And so from there, we always know that COVID came in like a storm for 2020. So we kind of took some time to start working on a couple more songs. And we started searching for a fourth member. So my friend Greg, he deployed, and then I was still hanging out with him at his house and uh, moved out of there before I got my own place. But I was helping his girlfriend at the time, Amy. So if she needed anything, I would go over there and help. So we had like a pretty okay bad storm come through, blow down a tree. And so I was the last person to kind of know how to use the chainsaw over there. So I was like, yeah, yeah I'll come over. So she had some work friends that she, uh, she knows from her friends. Her husbands came over uh andrew and andrew and Corey, and uh it's all right yeah let's get this chainsaw going stuff like that and so after we got it to to the road we're out back smoking some nice cigars and fine whiskey whiskey and uh uh andrew's like yeah Corey plays amy says like you have a band or something i was like yeah 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 we're actually looking for another guitarist and Corey's like i haven't played in a couple of years but uh I like to give it a shot. I was like, sure, dude. He gave me their address. We'll practice next Saturday. See you there, dude. So we have the practice, and of course, yours up. And I was like, yeah, just listen to some stuff, and then we'll, you know, do the, you know, uh, just to see where you're at. You little audition, no stress. It's just, just, it's chill, dude. So it was a couple of songs, then uh, it picked up on one pretty quick and showcasing some stuff and we're like hey dude that's pretty good everything sounds good so um what we're gonna do is we're gonna just take some time and talk about it and Corey is like uh yeah sure okay and nelson's like hey man we're pretty good uh i'm cool with you being in the band bro and and noah's like yeah, yeah, yeah hell yeah dude um but we're all good i said like, well no, it seems that we need to deliberate on this because we're out of two out of the three. I need to think we're good to go, bro. And so we added Corey about, I guess, sometime in the early spring or summer. I want to say spring. And so we spent most of COVID 
uh, getting him up to speed, getting him to learning the songs, and just getting comfortable. And so by later 2020, we played uh, one more, two more shows, one more at uh, West Breeze Tavern in Virginia Beach. Then we found our, our gig home, uh, Riff House Pub in Chesapeake. It's usually very welcoming to local music, new bands, and some big tour bands and metal and death bath bands. They come through there a lot. So it was a very warm of Kim, uh, it's a great promoter. And uh, she's like, hey, I uh, really love you guys coming out. And so our show there was like a midnight 15 minute, like, so it's like 12.15 uh to 115 so we're kind of closing it out boy i mean the last band to close it that late you get tired you're cold and like, like uh, you're just itching to play but we got to see a lot of good bands out there mantra a wood witch and um indus valley kings out of i think they're in new jersey the other two were uh local i think out of chesapeake and maybe virginia beach so we really enjoyed hearing different music and different bands, and it was really cool. And so we played a couple more shows at the Riff House earlier this year, and uh, uh, we played two more times at the Riff House in July and November. And uh, a lot of people were like, you, you guys should be playing more. And we're like, well, we're you know working around COVID, the mandates and restrictions and stuff, and our own work schedules. And um, I work at a very, very hectic schedule. So we're planning around our schedules or someone needs some time off or family. Because we're really big on family being a big thing because we all know each other really well. Even with Corey and New Edition, we, we, we're just like a brother to any of us. And so we really cherish people's time off. You know, we don't want to treat the band like a job yet, you know. So if you have family things to do or something comes up, we understand. It's not a big deal. And so I think a lot of people miss out on that. And we're like, you know, you could do all this. Well, you can do all that. But this is how we run, you know, this ship over here, right here at Camp Pagan. You need a week off. You need a little mental break. It's all good, baby. We're going to be here. You know, you take your time. And so... What we kind of look at is just taking our time to get it to the top. There ain't no rush. There, you know, there's 24 hours in the day and all the other stuff, 365 days of the year. So we take this at a very good pace. And so later in the year, back in October 31st, uh, we released our first album called New Severn Perspective. It's out on all major platforms. And when you think of New Severn Perspective, you think, oh, Civil War and all stuff. Well, it has nothing really to do with that. Most of us live in the South for a very long time, probably since we were born. So it's kind of the idea is more of reception of our perceptions of ourselves and what we do musically. And so we have a couple of tracks. Uh, so 10, uh, 1588, A-flat, New Seven Respective, Relationship, Moving On, Day After Day, um, This Is The Fall, Alice Gets Faith, 
it's just the nature of the beast and hell yes so each one has its own little taste to it or sovereign cuisine if you want to say and so like 58 deals with uh kind of the pirate age with the magna carta and a little taste of doctor who a fly it's a crazy girl that wants you to rob banks and you're kind of along for the ride do some perspectives about a civil war deserter that's just just done with it doesn't want to be we evolve with it relationship is just about a relationship uh moving on you could say it's kind of like a follow-up this moving past relationship is really in my as you're no longer bound to whatever issue you have uh day after day light of dawn black of night um so dad as we call day after day is just my perception of some days it's just sort just monotonous lethargic and they just blend into each other and your troubles don't really come in the morning but when you get to the the noon and like the evening it's where all those worries start crawling on up and you start thinking of it at night but once you get to that good sleep and you get ready for the next day all your warriors are kind of over over uh this is the fall before the endless endeavor so the endless endeavor is another piece of my universe where you find this girl the great wife buffalo whatever nickname you have for it everything's going good then it just unravels at the end and this is the fall it's kind of like the precursor to the next song we'll have on our next album the endless fall or the endless endeavor i should say because this is the fall it's kind of you get the girl to a point where you were talking to her and it feels like the season of fall everyone falls in love then you get to the heartache of winter and it's like you're there but it the weather starts getting snowy a snowy storm and you just lose sight of her so that is the premise of the fall uh alice gets faith uh noah had a really big binge on alice and chains so it's kind of like a non-official tribute to alice and chains it's one of the early grungier songs um next is it's just the nature of the beast another child of mine that i wrote very by very long time on deployment um nature of the beast kind of involves the internal and external fears of just anything really like something's just following you scratching the back of your head and um you really don't know how to really deal with it and um so from there uh, it's it's one of our longer songs coming in heavy at eight minutes into the two or four seconds and uh, I know the current age of music people have a very short attention span but I look past that because music for me is a, it's like a story telling a story and I'm not here to advocate away from the four minute short song genre but I don't really fit in that idea you know, so if we can binge watch whole series of Netflix, I think people can listen to an eight-minute song. And so, I mean, one of the big influences that is like Dream Theater. There's a very long songs, but they do it very, very well. And so from them and Producer Hero and other, you know, 
big bands that were not afraid to shy away from the four minute meta. Uh, that's kind of my take on that. There's a lot of transitions, a lot of groovy, uh, grungy, a more modern metal take in Nature of the Beast. Then the last song to close it out was Heal Yes. Uh, so it's more of a funkadelic-like rockabilly song, um, which uh, Nelson wrote up, uh, you know, and he really enjoyed it, and we really liked it, and we're like, hell yeah. And so we, it was supposed to be hell yes, but every time he would send it, he would have, he get autocorrected to heal, and so we just left it heal, yes. Uh, so it's a little gym background room for that song. And uh, so we started recording uh, early 2020 and actually early 2021 and about, about April, March, and May. And we just took each weekend, we'd do one or two songs. And I spent most of May and June uh, pre-mixing and kind of seeing whatever errors we had. And I didn't want the album to be perfect because you can't showcase improvement on the follow-up album. So I told the boys, we'll just get it how we, we want it with minimum errors or mistakes, and we'll go from there at a later date. And so uh, we definitely felt like we did very good. And I went on Fiverr to see who would uh, mix and master it. I found uh, our good friend from Italy, Doran, uh, from Metal Crip. Uh, if they're records or labels, uh, he's up on Fiverr, does a fantastic job, takes his time, uh, gives good feedback and uh, opinions and recommendations. And I enjoyed that he was available anytime and good communication so shout out big big shout out to him and i got some album work by my friend ashley and uh another uh friend off uh fiverr and uh it was a very interesting process seeing how music is made in the process and the time it takes to do all this stuff so it was really great to see this and get this product out there and so this is just uh, at least my first time that will be heading most of this stuff. We might try, or let's all try to get the guys into this broadcast. And we are try to do some live streams on Twitch under Pig River Madness. And we have links on Facebook, Instagram, uh, our band cam. We're working on Shopify, Spotify, uh, and obviously we'll be on Pandora. So, this is wraps up kind of the first podcast. I'll probably work on some more on my days off, but uh, I enjoy and appreciate everyone stopping by for the first podcast. I'll try to see to get this out of anywhere and everywhere on any platforms. Uh, it may be mindly on Pandora or, or Spotify, but hey, I uh, appreciate you guys coming out and listening. And uh, I'll be back with another episode. Have a good day.